This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What would it sound like if poetry were to retell the gospel through the lens of the marginalized? Keep listening to find out how Drew Jackson makes this happen in his book, God Speaks Through Wombs. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Exodus chapter 33 through Exodus chapter 35, verse 3. Exodus chapter 33, the Lord said to Moses, Go up from here, you and the people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up among you, for you are a stiff-necked people, and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard this troubling word, they mourned. No one put on his ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, You are a stiff-necked people. If I went up among you for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, that I may know what I should do to you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments by Mount Horeb. The Presence of the Lord Moses took the tent and pitched it outside the camp at a good distance from the camp, and he called it the Tent of Meeting. Anyone seeking the Lord will go out to the tent of meeting that was outside the camp. And when Moses went out to the tent, all the people would get up and stand at the entrance to their tents and watch Moses until he entered the tent. And whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. When all the people would see the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people, each one at the entrance of his own tent, would rise and worship. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face, the way a person speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but a servant, Joshua, son of Nun, a young man, did not leave the tent. Moses said to the Lord, See, you have been saying to me, Bring this people up, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. But you said, I know you by name, and also you have found favor in my sight. Now if I have found favor in your sight, show me your way that I may know you that I may continue to find favor in your sight and see that this nation is your people. And the Lord said, 
my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not take us up from here. For how will it be known then that I have found favor in your sight? I and your people, is it not by your going with us so that we will be distinguished? I and your people from all the people who are on the face of the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing also that you have requested for you have found favor in my sight and I know you by name. And Moses said, show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will make all my goodness pass before your face and I will proclaim the Lord by name before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. But he added, you cannot see my face for no one can see me and live. The Lord said, here is a place by me. You will station yourself on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Exodus chapter 34, the new tablets of the covenant. The Lord said to Moses, cut out two tablets of stone like the first, and I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you smashed. Be prepared in the morning and go up in the morning to Mount Sinai and station yourself for me there on top of the mountain. No one is to come up with you. Do not let anyone be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks or the herds may graze in front of that mountain. So Moses cut out two tablets of stone like the first. Early in the morning, he went up to Mount Sinai just as the Lord had commanded him, and he took in his hand the two tablets of stone. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the Lord by name. The Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in loyal love and faithfulness, keeping loyal love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. But he by no means leaves the guilty unpunished, responding to the transgression of fathers by dealing with children and children's children to the third and fourth generation. Moses quickly bowed to the ground and worshiped and said, If now I have found favor in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord go among us. For we are a stiff-necked people. Pardon our iniquity and our sin and take us for your inheritance. He said, See, I am going to make a covenant before all your people. I will do wonders such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. All the people among whom you live will see the work of the Lord, for it is a fearful thing that I am doing with you. Obey what I am commanding you this day. I am going to drive out before you the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Be careful not to make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land where you are going, lest they become a snare among you. Rather, you must destroy their altars, smash their images, and cut down their Asherah poles. For you must not worship any other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Be careful not to make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to their gods, and someone invites you, you will eat from his sacrifice and then take his daughters for your sons. And when his daughters prostitute themselves to their gods, they will make your sons prostitute themselves to their gods as well. You must not make yourselves molten gods. You must keep the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days. You must eat bread made without yeast, as I commanded you. Do this at the appointed time of the month Abib, for in the month Abib you came out of Egypt. Every firstborn of the womb belongs to me, even every firstborn of your cattle that is male, or the ox or sheep. Now the firstling of a donkey you may redeem with a lamb, but if you do not redeem it, then break its neck. You must redeem all the firstborn of your sons. No one will appear before me empty-handed. 
On six days you may labor, but on the seventh day you must rest. Even at the time of plowing and of harvest you are to rest. You must observe the Feast of Weeks, the first fruits of the harvest of wheat, and the Feast of Ingathering at the end of the year. At three times in the year all your men must appear before the Sovereign Lord, the God of Israel, for I will drive out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. No one will covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in the year. You must not offer the blood of sacrifice with yeast. The sacrifice from the Feast of Passover must not remain until the following morning. The first of the first fruits of your soil you must bring to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. The Lord said to Moses, Write down these words, for in accordance with these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. So he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He did not eat bread, and he did not drink water. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. The Radiant Face of Moses Now when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, when he came down from the mountain, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to approach him. But Moses called to them, so Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and Moses spoke to them. After this, all the Israelites approached, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken to him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking with them, he would put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. Then he would come out and tell the Israelites what he had been commanded. When the Israelites would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone, Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with the Lord. Exodus chapter 35, verses 1 through 3. Sabbath Regulations Moses assembled the whole community of the Israelites and said to them, These are the things that the Lord has commanded you to do. In six days, work may be done, but on the seventh day, there must be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. Anyone who does work on it will be put to death. You must not kindle a fire in any of your homes on the Sabbath day. New Testament reading, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 5 through 2 Corinthians chapter 3. But if anyone has caused sadness, he has not saddened me alone, but to some extent, not to exaggerate, he has saddened all of you as well. This punishment on such an individual by the majority is enough for him, so that now instead you should rather forgive and comfort him. This will keep him from being overwhelmed by excessive grief to the point of despair. Therefore, I urge you to reaffirm your love for him. For this reason also I wrote to you, to test you to see if you are obedient in everything. If you forgive anyone for anything, I also forgive him. For indeed what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, I did so for you in the presence of Christ, so that we may not be exploited by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. Now when I arrived in Tross to proclaim the gospel of Christ, even though the Lord had opened a door of opportunity for me, I had no relief in my spirit because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and set out for Macedonia. Apostolic Ministry But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and who makes known through us the fragrance that consists of the knowledge of Him in every place. For we are a sweet aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing, to the latter an odor from death to death, but to the former a fragrance from life to life. And who is adequate for these things? For we are not like so many other hucksters who peddle the word of God for profit. 
but we are speaking in Christ before God as persons of sincerity, as persons sent from God. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 A living letter. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? We don't need letters of recommendation to you or from you as some other people do, do we? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone, revealing that you are a letter of Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on stone tablets, but on tablets of human hearts. Now we have such confidence in God through Christ, not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as if it were coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God, who made us adequate to be servants of a new covenant, not based on the letter, but on the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. The greater glory of the Spirit's ministry. But if the ministry that produced death, carved in letters on stone tablets, came with glory, so that the Israelites could not keep their eyes fixed on the face of Moses because of the glory of his face, a glory which was made ineffective, how much more glorious will the ministry of the Spirit be? For if there was glory in the ministry that produced condemnation, how much more does the ministry that produces righteousness excel in glory? For indeed, what had been glorious now has no glory because of the tremendously greater glory of what replaced it. For if what was made ineffective came with glory, how much more has what remains come in glory? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we behave with great boldness, and not like Moses who used to put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from staring at the result of the glory that was made ineffective. But their minds were closed, for to this very day the same veil remains when they hear the old covenant read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. But until this very day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their minds. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is present, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled faces reflecting the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another, which is from the Lord, who is the Spirit. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Glorious God, God of heaven, slow to anger and abounding in loyal love, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your grace, O God. Thank you so much, O God, that even in the Old Testament, we see your mercy, we see your grace, O God. As you created again the laws, again on stone tablets, you wrote it again, even after Moses smashed it. God, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your compassion, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that, that those who look to you, their faces are radiant and they'll never be ashamed, O oh God. I thank you, O oh Lord God, for the glory of the gospel. God, I pray, O oh God, for those who have veiled eyes and who are not able to yet see the glory of the gospel. And I pray that you, O oh God, will remove the scales from their eyes, that you will remove the veil, O oh God, so that they may see the beauty of the glorious gospel and come to faith in Jesus Christ, O oh God. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. I want to tell you about a one-of-a-kind book. There really is nothing like it. God Speaks Through Wombs by Drew Jackson is a collection of poetry that explores the first eight chapters of the Gospel of Luke. Drew uses poetry to retell scripture through the lens of the marginalized, and he centers on themes found throughout scripture, such as justice, 
lament, and hope. It's powerful. It's prophetic. It's poetry that reminds us of God's liberation and love for the oppressed found throughout the Gospels. Get your copy of God Speaks Through Wombs by Drew Jackson today at ivypress.com. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.